0: My wife loves
1: pizza. I, gosh, I love
0: pizza. I love pizza too. Like pizza's universal, pizza's great. Uh she wanted. she tried to start and we still we pretty good on it. Friday night pizza night. You guys get to have pizza every Friday night? We we tr- we we not that we try but we try. Oh. You know, and so a lot of times it's like Hy-Vee take and bake and sometimes we'll we'll get pizza pe- <laughs> but we re- we really get pizza delivered cuz she'll just like pick it up on the way home from work or whatever. Um, last night we got Frankie's Pizza from Maple Grove, Minnesota, and it's like they have Chicago style like stuffed, and then they have just like wonderful pan pizza and good good thing. It's just it's just good pizza, and we were surprised. Like we love Frankie's. We got we got Frankie's like I don't know a couple times a year or whatever. Um, but we were surprised it ended up on like a national list of good pizza. Ooh, like, I don't know if you know this, but I think it was the Washington Post uh, went around and ranked pizza styles or pizzas in each pizza style in every state yeah so like they all the like chicago style pizza all the the detroit style all the (laughs) like naples style all the whatever and then they had regional pizzas too and this so you can go on this like pizza map which by the way sign me up for pizza map um can can i get alerts to pizza map um where they put like the best versions of every pizza and frankie's was on the list for chicago style that's awesome. Do you ever make pizza yourself? We do. Yeah. Probably yeah. like every other week. Oh, see, I love it. Yeah. It's just so, yeah. so much fun. I do it on the grill sometimes, which yep. is like, that was like hot for 10 seconds a couple years ago to like yeah. make pizza on probably during the pandemic. <sighs> but I take my pizza stone. I got a big stone, big like oven yeah. stone. I put that on the grill. Yeah. And make pizza out there.
1: I think my favorite style of pizza is the Chicago style. One, because I'm a sauce guy. Like the yeah. more sauce on the pizza, the better in the
0: Chicago style pizza basically sauce yeah it topped with sauce uh, yeah it's like, yeah. like double sauce gosh I want to go eat pizza right now <laughs> when, we, when we got pizza last night from Frankie so we, uh, we had a kid go to college recently um, which I will some someday tell the story when I can do it without crying and um, <laughs> and uh, so we got pizza last night we kind of like have to resize how much pizza we get because we got, we got done eating and I think we we ate less than the amount of pizza left over like there's more pizza left than what we ate. Yeah, it's it's, it's cuz you're depressed cuz your daughter went to college. Normally that would make me eat more pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good point. That's a good no, point. No, but they had the pickle pizza from Frankie's. Like they so the Minnesota State Fair one of the hot items last year and this year was this pickle pizza. So Yeah. Uh white like uh sort of like fettuccine sauce like type stuff, uh mozzarella, pickles, like pickled like not nice, <laughs> like not fancy, not like artisan, like Brooklyn pickles, like actually just regular old pickles, and then like dill pickle, dill, um, like dill, good uh, like dill herb. alfredo, yeah, it was like alfredo sauce yeah. and then white cheese and then pickles and then just dill like the mm. herb, uh, and then they bake the heck out of the thing and it's just so good, it's that good. And they had it, so when they had it, my wife's like, "Well, I guess we're getting a third pizza." <laughs> See know?
1: that. Doesn't sound good to me. Like if I see that on the menu, like an Alfredo so- Alfredo dill sauce with pickles, me.
0: But it's good, huh? It's if you like fermented things and like I do. and vinegar and things like that. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll yum. Yeah, I know your German heritage <laughs> is just like <laughs> I want it now. You know, like, <laughs> it's just so good. Is there, dude? You think? put some sauerkraut in that sucker have you had sauerkraut pizza
1: oh absolutely absolutely
0: so boys here oh, oh my, gosh. my gosh people that don't live Chris, in the minnesota are gonna listen die Listen to this. yeah sauerkraut pickles
1: sausage <sighs> same pizza would you put bratwurst on there yes oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah sehr gut <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> i'm a newton pitter i'm going to eat all of this <laughs>
1: Welcome to Storydram, a podcast where we share stories to help share the story. Have you ever felt paralyzed when someone asks you a question? When someone asks us a question, it's often better to answer with a story than a sound I'm Corey LaCroix, and I'm here with Chris Costels. Let's tell some stories. <laughs> Welcome back to Story Dram, where we tell stories to help share the story. Today's episode of Story Dram is brought to you by Carol Coffee Co. Carol Coffee Co. is a small batch coffee company, roasted to order, based right here in Northeast Minneapolis. You can find their work on Instagram at Carol Coffee Co. Chris, we talk about food a lot on this podcast,
0: but less than we want to. <laughs> and today, like today is an episode of food. Like this yeah. is a food food episode. Yeah.
1: But less than we want to do. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. Like, remember when we talked about golf, like, three episodes in a row? We're like, we got to stop talking about golf. And I'm like, we do have to stop. But I could talk about it every time. Same thing with food. Like, I I do enjoy eating. Yeah. It's good. I also enjoy making it and talking about it and yeah, describing it. I think part of So, it's kind of like you're, a few of your superpowers
1: all in one. Like, you're really good at crafting things. Right. Um, Food, beverages, pieces of wood, stories,
0: stories. Yeah. So they that kind of all comes together. Like you yeah. you're able to find the art in it. And it's and and my love language is words of affirmation. And yeah. so when someone like like I made this, I made a cho- a chocolate cake for uh the nativity of Mary, like Mary's birthday. I'm like, "Yes. Yeah. M- Mother Mary's birthday. I'm going to make a yeah. chocolate cake." And I made this like wonderful ganache and we had uh, some friends over and mm-hmm. I served them a piece of the cake and I poured the ganache over it and they were just like, "Oh oh so good chris so good you know like and i'm just like <laughs> someone likes me but uh, which isn't true like that's not how that works but in my heart my heart was warmed by the yeah, fact totally. that I enjoyed the pizza yeah or the uh i'm talking about not pizza i, I love know,
1: that my gra- the cake the yeah. way to love my grandma was not to say i love you was not to give her a hug i'm sure those both of the things those things like counted but like uh it was to eat seconds And if you could, thirds. And if you could, fourths. Like, she just keep coming back. Do you want more? Do you want more? (laughs) You still hungry? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, Grandma. Yes, 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 Grandma. grandma. (laughs) Yes, Grandma. I love it.
0: I love it. So when Liz and I were first married, uh, or maybe even before we ran, I don't remember, um, there was a time she goes, hey, will you come with me and help my grandma and grandpa Voto? So her dad's side, the Italian side of the family. Will you help them make... Red sauce, like tomato sauce, like spaghetti sauce. Yeah, I was like, okay, sure. Like, I don't know. What do you mean, help? Yeah, because so I didn't understand yeah. what I was being asked to do and what the story <laughs> was. So these are people who, they lived in a small, like subsidized housing in Saint Paul. They were never, never wealthy. You know, they lived on food stamps for a while, actually, and like, wow. um, they lived in the small, the small two, like one bedroom apartment, maybe two bedroom. I don't remember, they had a freezer in their bedroom mm. because. That's the only place it could go. Wow. And so like they, when they made food, they got something at a good price and then they made a lot of it and froze it and so they could eat it later. Yeah. Right? And yeah. when they made sauce, it's just such a process for them. They made sauce. So we get over to their house and. Uh, like, like how much sauce are we talking to you? Like gallons? Gallons. 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 Of sauce. Like gallons. So, enough sauce to the last months. Depending on how much you eat it. You yeah. know, like yeah. it's three, four times a week month and a half you know like wow. whatever okay and uh so we go mm-hmm. so we get over there and this is like the pre-story actually so i gotta get through this fast but uh we get over there and uh and i i say to grandpa voto you know like hey uh grandpa voto is it okay if i take some notes so i know like how everything works and he's like yeah that's fine <laughs> so we don't just make sauce <laughs> we make sauce we make their meatballs oh we make bruschetta, which is like um a thinly a thin piece of beef that gets rolled with um, cheese and breadcrumbs and herbs and everything. And, oh and um, the way that they made sauces, um, and I can't give you the recipe because it's a family secret. But You have to kill me? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I just, this isn't a cooking show. And uh, you brown off the bruschel, and then you just leave it in the bottom of the pot. You put in neck bones. You put in the onions and uh, the tomatoes and, like, all this, the garlic and yeah. all the herbs mm-hmm. and whatever. And then you just simmer that all day. Mm-hmm. And then you eventually take out the neck bones and all the meat falls off the neck bones. And then you put in, uh, you, you roast the uh, uh, the meatballs in the oven. Then You take, you put those in, they cook in there. And then you take like pieces of raw chicken, just plop it in. Don't do that. That's probably not good, like food safe. But we did. And you just boil that <laughs> off in there. And like you cook, you just cook the sauce all day and get done. And it's this like uh, rich, unctuous, like, beautifully like fat filled unbelievable sauce right so good wow. so good so we fall I fall in love with this making this sauce and take all these notes a month and a half later we're going up to uh uh this is uncle Mike who's len, len grandpa uh Gra- grandpa voto's son so this is uncle Mike's house for um to make to actually make Italian sausage I know I've I'm blessed I'm blessed with the family I married <laughs> into let's just say that so we get up there and he comes to me and he goes I'm not talking to you. You're dead to me. <laughs> to this point, Uncle Mike and I had a pretty good relationship. <laughs> I liked the man quite a bit, and he liked me. Like, he had a Kaganator in the basement. We sat and drank beer together. Like, one time he asked me to buy cigarettes in for him from Missouri because there's less taxes there, and... I was his cigarette mule, and, un- and unknowingly so were my children. And, like, I thought we were close. And he's like, you're dead to me, and I'll never speak to you again. And I was like, I don't understand. And his wife, Lorraine, was like, listen, you got to take notes. And I'm like, what? She's like, you made sauce with Mike's dad yeah, and, and mom. with the patriarch with the patriarch and the matriarch truly and the matriarch and you got to take notes and in 65 years of living mike never got to take notes he was never allowed oh like no one's ever been allowed to take notes whoa and so i'm like suddenly i am realizing these little sheets these like little weird like sheets of paper i have in my house are gold whoa right and um and it's just, we made sausage and Mike forgave me and everything's good. Like he was joking, but not, but joking, you yeah, know, like yeah, that yeah. moment, you know, yeah. whatever. Fast forward a couple of years. years, uh, we get invited to a Christmas party for Liz's Voto side of the family <laughs> and uh, the invitation is basically like, hey, each of the five kids, each of the five families, the five families um, who are <laughs> the kids of of uh, the Voto's of uh, Cecile and, uh, uh, and, and Leonard each each family is going to be asked to submit a sauce and we're going to we're going to have a contest between each, each of the five sauces yeah because they're all different cuz yeah. nobody got to take notes you yeah. know and so they're all a little bit different and then the improvements over the years and whatever so we got talking and my brother-in-law Dan who probably could could have been the guy to bring the sauce he's a very excellent cook as well he like couldn't go or like didn't want to make whatever so I got nominated from my family to make the sauce. Uh oh. So, I, I because the circumstances, I had to make a little bit of a quickie version. So, it was a little less unctuous. There was less meat cooked in it. It was yeah. just a little, a little fresher tasting, a little, little more bright, whatever. But I bring it, bring in the big pot. And of course, like to this day, I can't make a small thing of sauce. No. My sauce is always like, you know, five gallons. Like, it's Absolutely. always an unbelievable amount Absolutely. of sauce. Absolutely. So I bring the sauce. We have, we're at this great party, you know, having a beer, talking to cousins, like Liz's family's extensive. Like I have zero cousins, zero. <laughs> right. My mom's, didn't no, know this. Yeah, mom's the only child. My dad's brother doesn't have any kids. And so like, I don't, I don't have the big family thing. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. know how that works. So I married into that. This is your big family. Yeah, thing. Liz's both sides, big family. Wow. Right. So all these cousins and we're sitting around hanging out and have a good time, whatever it comes time. They're like, all right, three judges. Who like, I don't know, they're not impartial because they're part of the families or whatever. Yeah. They all go back and they're gonna taste the the five sauces and we're all eating because everyone brought sauce, so there's all kinds of pasta and oh, sausage. So Uncle Mike brought amazing. all the sausage <laughs> and meatballs. Oh, it was incredible. Like you talk about fourths. <laughs> like, it's like, hun, we gotta stay we gotta stay here long enough so I can have breakfast tomorrow of this stuff. Right. Like it was even if it's at midnight, we're we're staying till we're staying till I can eat again, you know, like Tevin did, right? So they come out and they're like, all right, here's how we're going to do this. We're going to go three, two, one, because there's five. So like, you know, yeah. whatever. And um, third place is going to get, I don't know, like, you know, Starbucks gift card or something. I'm sure it wasn't Starbucks, but you know, like gift card. Second place is going to get something. And first place is going to get this beautiful hand-painted Italian pasta dish that the the person running, this gal running, she's a world traveler, or whatever, I just brought back from from Italy. Yeah. and It, it is a gorgeous plate. It really is. Um, and the reason I know it, because they have three, two, one, came the, the number one in winning? is the, is Chris Castells is like the, the, the Len Voto, Liz's dad's side arm of the family.
1: Did they say your name?
0: Yeah. And they're like, everyone cheered. Wow. And I went up there and I grabbed and I got the plate and I kind of held it over my head. Cause you know, Wim- Wimbledon and, <laughs> um, and they're like, we <laughs> thought it was really, your sauce was really great. We loved how it was a little more chunky. All the ones were like super, like, like not chunky at all. Like yeah. and it was really, really good. And I'm I'm feeling pretty good and I'm pretty excited about this. I've also had a lot of sausage and pasta <laughs> and sauce at this point, whatever. All of a sudden, and like sort of the back of the room, oh, there's no. a little like scuffle thing. And cousin, I don't I'm not gonna say his name, cousin, whatever. Um kind of like you hear him just say, like, this is beep 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 beep, right? And he kind of like, whatever. He's mad. He's mad. <laughs> And everyone kind of turns around and like only part, like some people weren't paying attention to this, but he like kind of yells at the front and he goes, yeah, you Evers who like tested the sauce. You don't know anything. Two of you are smokers. You can't taste, you know, like whatever. (laughs) And he storms out.
1: This is Christmas.
0: And I'm just up there like holding the plate. You're like, oh, um, do you want the plate? Like, I don't <laughs> like I quit. I withdraw I, from I, the competition. I, I, know. <laughs> I, like, I like to. Can someone just dis- like DQ me like or something like this, this German Slovenian, like blonde haired boy waving his hand up. They're like, I won. Yay! You know, like and all the Italians are like not happy, you know, whatever. <laughs> So they're like, oh, don't worry about it. He's just, you know, whatever. And it was fine. Like, and he, but he and eventually, someone went and got him. He came back and he was fine. He it was all yeah. good. doesn't matter. Yeah. It's not really a big deal. But like, I won <laughs> my wife's family pasta sauce, red sauce cook off. <laughs> and it's not fair because I got to take notes. <laughs> Did you follow those notes? Well, yeah. So I made adaptations over time yeah. as one does. Uh, I do a little bit different in that I've also adapted in, um, there's a, a Italian chain restaurant in the area that has uh, published a cookbook, and mm. their their quick their quick red sauce recipe. I've added a little bit of their magic into the sauce. So wow, it's it's my it's my version of the Voto family. Do you sauce. have this
1: plate still?
0: Oh, absolutely! It's in a cabinet to. like about twenty feet over there. I gotta see this. Yeah, it's gorgeous.
1: You, I've never thought of you like this, but now I'm gonna think of you as a sauce champion.
0: I, it's a it's literally award winning. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's, that's like a
1: little risky to uh, like enter the family sauce competition.
0: Yeah, it was one of those things where it was like um, somebody had to do it from the family. And I don't know about, I'm the kind of person who, like doesn't think, that's not true. I often think of like some of the scary ramifications of things. But when it's, when it's the thing you love to do, mm-hmm. and one of the things that you love to do is one of the things you feel like you're good at. I never thought of any negative outcomes from this. And of course it was all minor and everything was fine whatever. But yeah, I just was like, no, I'm going for this. Yeah. You know, I think that's, I think there's something to be said about that in, in our general lives too. When it's the thing that we're good at, the thing that we love, whatever that thing is. Yeah. Um, the thing, you know, one might argue or say in dramatic way, like you're made to do, which I really hope I'm made to do something more profound than make red sauce. But, Mm -hmm. um, when it's the thing that you're made to do, when you do it and you do it well, like you walk in with a humility of knowing that this is a gift, but also the, the sort of magnanimity, like the confidence that like I'm good at this and I don't need to I don't need to hide this thing. Yeah, and I think there's some real beauty in that um, when we're able to use our gifts, when the things that we've been given um, that are just part of who we are, that we've developed. Yeah, you know, like I got lots of reps. In the kitchen, yes. cutting onions and doing things, you yes. know, like we develop our gifts, but to use our gifts is, um, we kind of know what our gifts are when it's the thing that we we have no question about, oh, oh I'm the one to do this, mm-hmm. you know, like we were in college and you go, <laughs> this is a stupid example, but we were in college, you go to dinner and there be like 15 people and the bill would come, my wife would take it and make sure everyone paid. Yeah. that was her gift is to organize this thing and make it happen and yeah. like and make the kid who like never puts in an extra two bucks for tip <laughs> make sure he puts two bucks in you know like like she yeah. she can run the hell out of out of any process <clears throat> right she's a process oriented person she problem solver like her gift is problem solving and process yeah one of her gifts she has many gifts she's many gifted woman um but she can just do that yeah and I think in life sometimes we gotta look for those places that we where we have that giftedness mm-hmm. And then do it mm. you know and really own it and be okay taking the reins and saying nope i'm the one to do this because this is what i do yeah what, what would you say is something that is in your life that you do you know uh before i answer that i i'm just reminded of
1: this te- there's a little bit of a tension between like um being being humble in the sense like i'm willing to do what's asked of me whatever it is you know like um my mom or my my wife says hey can you do this like honey yes i'd love to like trying trying to get to that place to grow in virtue to that place where i'm you know readily able just to serve as i'm asked to serve yeah um holding that intention with this is how i can best serve our family and like being willing to even share that right or or my My employer, whoever it is, like being aware of like what you're talking, being aware of my giftings and those, they they
0: have to go together, right? hundred percent. Like, like that's the thing (laughs) of adulthood, right? Like sometimes you just got to fold the laundry. Like, well, my giftedness is not really unfolding. Shut up. Fold the laundry. You know, like, um, but yeah, you're right. Like we have to find the, if we only did the things that we're good at, we wouldn't be enough. Right. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be fulfilling all the duties that we need to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then there's also I think this actually dovetails really well with doing small things of great love. Yeah, you know, that whole say, statement, yeah. like, because um, like then do the thing you do that you have to do. Yes, and do it in the way that uses your gifts. Because mm. that's one thing I learned um, from a friend of mine named Fariba who teaches this um, and helps people kind of discern their gifts. This program called Cl- Clifton Strengths Finder is that you might get the same result, the same thing done as somebody else, but you might do it out of this giftedness and they might do it out of this giftedness. Yeah. So the topic asked, the thing asked might, um, might be the same thing for both people, but I get it done out of my communication and woo, mm. and they get it done out of their relationship yeah, building that they, they use. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm drawn to this idea about humility, right? You were referring to a little bit earlier, like yeah. where there is a, You know, humility isn't like thinking of yourself less or disparaging yourself. Right. It's like being honest about like who you are in the eyes of God and like which requires a gift of wisdom to say like, no, God, you actually did make me this way. You did actually give me these gifts um, and I I can use them versus like, no, I actually suck at this. You know, like your family comes to you and like, hey, Chris, like you're going to represent the family with the sauce. Like, no. I can't make sauce. Nope. The truth is that, like, I'm actually like God has given me a gift, and I had developed this gift, and I actually really enjoy this. So yeah, I would love to, and but,
0: I I, I really should be doing this. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think, and th- there's some humility in that. I'd to be say, honored. Yeah, yeah, I'm the man to do this because yeah. of my gifts. Yeah. Um, is uh, that's that takes some. It, it either takes an amazing amount of bravado, and yeah. that's bad, maybe, or it takes enough humility to say, you know what, even though, like. I don't It, this has been gifted to me. I need to use yeah. it, Yeah, you know? And, and I, I don't, I don't want to be upfront or I don't want to be behind the scenes or I don't want to do this thing maybe in this moment, but, yeah. um, but we gotta, we gotta do it. Right. Because, and be humble enough to say yes. Yeah. Now you told me a story recently about you interviewed, um, this Gondolese, uh, uh, priest right and you like did a really good job and people like came up and told you you did a really good job Mm. and because that's one of your gifts Mm -hmm. is listening active Mm -hmm. listening and like interviewing and Mm -hmm. you know telling stories that's why you started a podcast that that storytelling Mm -hmm. you know right yeah no
1: totally and I think there might have been a time in my life where like I just hate you know the I don't need to be in the front yeah I don't want to be in front or like the, the public affirmation I think there's something probably good about that right like yeah like because you can also do this domineering, like, no, this is my gift. You shouldn't do this. You suck at it, right? Of course, that's we don't terrible. Want, yeah, we don't want to
0: be that guy. Yeah, but kind of yeah.
1: like coming, like uh, offering my gift as uh, or offering my talents um with open hands, like saying, like, hey, like I'm I'm happy to offer this if it's helpful. Yeah, and you if you know, don't want me to do it, like great. that's great. I'm happy to serve as you ask. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, what are like what are my gifts? Yeah, and. What are my, both those that have given me a God, but those that like I developed by his grace, you know, something like that.
0: Yeah. And like, and how should, how should our listeners discover them? Yeah. Like, how do you know what your great gifts are? I got it. Okay. So maybe ask me that question. So Corey asked you a a while ago, like what your gifts are. What are your gifts?
1: What do you think? Yes. I think there's kind of maybe two types. I think there's one that's like things that I have developed like a capacity towards. You know, like my parents put me in violin lessons as a child. And so they kind of attuned my ear to music. And so music comes naturally to me. I can't explain to you why I'm comfortable speaking in front of groups of people. That's like, I think that I see that as a natural gift. But I also think it's something that like I've grown over time. But I also think there's like recently in my life, I've become more aware that I also have a responsibility to do hard things. And learn capacities, and that I'm capable of doing those things. Right. You know, like I've been on this kick recently uh, to like challenge, like to always have something hard, always be learning a new skill. Mm, I love that. Yeah, um, it's a little David Goggins isk. You know, like yeah. <clears throat> like I am capable. I'm capable of more than I think that I am, but because of God's grace. That's not David Goggins. You know, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like. Yeah. So what what's the what's the new thing that I'm being called to develop? And m- maybe it's just for my own physical, mental, emotional well being. But maybe it's like ultimately for my family. You know. Yeah. Maybe it's a skill that I'll be able to offer later to somebody else.
0: Yeah. I and I was usually holding that intention with the Clifton Strengths Finder idea of do more of what you're already good at, and mm-hmm. manage manage what you're not good at and do yeah do it less or find someone who does do it well. To have them do it. Yeah, compliment each other. Com- complementarity and all that. Like they the, the yeah. image from that is pointy stars. That everybody on a team, like at work, yeah. should should be pointy stars and that they should intersect where the points and valleys kind of meet. Yeah. And and I lo- I love that idea too. And challenge ourselves to to grow or even to use the things we are good at, our gifts, to get better at the new skills or the new thing. I love I love all that. Oh, it's good stuff. Let's go. Oh, let's go. So how how would someone who's listening right now? So maybe somebody out there is thinking, like, I don't know. I don't know what my stuff, what my thing is. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I was whatever. I was in speech and debate in high school, but I don't really have any, like, I'm an accountant now. so don't <laughs> I, Like, I'm not really in front of people anymore. Like, like how does someone as an adult kind of help to figure out what's their it? What's the thing that they, they yeah. done, they, they're, they've they been given or that they want to grow in? Yeah.
1: The two things that come to mind are, the first is, like, ask the people around you because um, oftentimes oh, people are advice. people around you are able to see your good more clearly than you are. Um, and the second is like you mentioned Clif- Clifton Strength Finders, like that's actually an incredible tool. Yeah. Like I know I know very few people that have used that tool and looked at it and be like, no, nope, that's not me. <laughs> yeah. It actually really resonates. Like, wow, this is like some of the skills that I have been made with or that I've been created with.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of tools out there like Work Genius and stuff like that. Um. Yeah. But and all of them are great. Like choose one and go for It's kind of my advice. Um, in that is yeah. like, they're, they're just a tool. Yeah. Like they're not predictive. It's not prophecy. It's not the, the prophet of Delphi, yeah. Delphi prophetess of Delphi. Like you don't, it's, it's not, um, it also doesn't set your fate. Oh, <laughs> no, you know, like, Oh, now I must be a woo communicator. Like, no, shut up. Like, you know, like, whatever. Yeah, but, absolutely. um, but there's, um, there's some real value in kind of going, okay. Yeah. Okay. So the, so, uh, focus and deliberate are pretty low on my 34 skills, like not surprising. Uh, yeah. and yet, so then I need to be making sure that I manage that and mm. I need to be making sure I spend as much time doing yeah. these other things as I can.
1: I'm also reminded of the Catherine of Siena Institute. I think it's just called the Siena Institute. Yeah. They do the called and gifted workshops. Right. Right. A great way to kind of discover some of more of those charisms those yeah. that Gosh. God's given us. Love it. So, Brother, thanks for sharing your story with us today. Uh, Thank you, Carol Coffee Company, for sponsoring this episode. Uh, Yeah. We are a story. We are a pot. Brother, thanks for sharing the story with us today. And thanks for Carol Coffee Company uh, for sponsoring this episode. Uh, Go out there and make some. mm, One more time. Let's go have
0: lunch. Third take. Let's have a lunch.
1: Chris, your story today made me hungry. (laughs) 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 Me too. (laughs) Uh, thank you brother for sharing your story and thank you to Carol Coffee Company uh, for sponsoring this episode uh, and thank you for listening today if, if you have a moment subscribe send it along uh, to that grandma in the kitchen who makes that sauce or those cream noodles or that, that warm bread or whatever it is uh, give us a like give us a follow you can find us on Instagram and Facebook uh, but until next time we'll see you we it makes some stories God bless you